This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about butter. And I'm so glad we're, we're exploring the world of butter because I think, I think probably most of our listeners have not heard of this stuff. It's, it's true. It is a very uncommon thing, butter. Right. Butter, but, uh, butter, butter, I mean, butter. We're butter. thrilled to be able to bring it to, to more widespread attention. Uh, you know, we actually, we should credit Matthew's wife, Lori, for giving us the idea behind this show. She, she said, you guys should do a butter tasting. Right, and we, we said, we were butter, like, what's that? Well, we were like, why haven't we thought of this? I mean, today, I think we're going to sit down and eat like six different kinds of butter. Yeah. And I'm a little nervous about this because, uh, I mean, for the butter tasting, are we just going to be like cutting off little nubs of plain Yeah. And I think, think you've got to and... kind of like let it melt on your tongue and release its fragrances. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not so sure about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why do we want to talk about butter? Why are we doing this? Well, I want to explore the world of, of butter beyond, you know, I usually buy kind of the regular supermarket butter. And, mm-hmm. I, and I kind of want to explore the world beyond that. Um, because occasionally I've, I've started buying like some kind of fancy butter and gotten on that for a while and off that. And it's been a while since I've since I've dipped my toe into the into the pool of melted gourmet <laughs> butter. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, is that we, um, at least in my household, when I was growing up, there was a real brand loyalty when it came to butter. My and mother what was that. My mother bought Land O'Lakes, and I now tend to buy like Tillamook for my sort of everyday yeah, we cooking do or baking butter. I like that it's sort of relatively local, regional, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, I've been to the Tillamook Cheese Factory and taken the tour and seen them like kneading their cheese loaves and stuff. It's really fun. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, anyway, but I, I think that we don't often get a chance to sit down and just taste a whole bunch of butters across the board. <laughs> See, it's, it's not often we get to sit down and, ju- and just shovel plain butter into our mouths. Yes, and that's what we're going to do today for right. the benefit of our listeners and yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we, really. we should all remember to do that more often, I yeah. think. Yeah, butter, Butter shoveling. So... Well, should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we have five actual butters here. Do we want to rattle them off before we dive in? Yeah, we have a Trader Joe's. So these are all unsalted. We have Trader Joe's. This is sort of our control butter. We have Cremery Classique. 
and we have Kerrygold, Plugra, and uh, we have the wild card here, the Smur imported Icelandic butter. Wow, so we have butters of three nations, at least. We do. It's a regular United Nations summit of butter. Oh, that's Wow, they're having a little meeting here. This is cute. Um, anyway, and so what we're going to do is we are going to taste them first on their own, just a, a little tiny bit on the old tongue. Okay. And then uh, follow it up with, with tasting on bread. All okay, right. so here's your here's your Trader Joe's butter. Okay, it's it's cold. I forgot to take it out of the. No, fridge, I think that's but... great. That way, I can get a smaller sliver to put on my tongue. Yeah, is is this too small? No, I don't think so. Hmm. You know, when you first put it on your tongue, it's it's, you know, it's waxy. It doesn't have a lot of flavor, but it does. It's a nice mild butter flavor. This, yeah, this is a fine butter for baking everyday uses. Yeah, and the thing think? the thing I like about about the Trader Joe's and other supermarket type butters is um, if you're buying unsalted butter, good turnover in the store is really important because butter turns rancid and gross. And uh, so, I mean, it's certainly it's certainly better to have a uh, a kind of boring but fresh butter than to have a fancy imported rancid butter, which I have certainly encountered in the past. Well, and this was very fresh, like very pure flavors. Yeah, yeah, rancid butter. Not, not a recommended. delicious thing. Not a delicious thing. All right. If you take if you take away nothing else from this episode, we don't recommend rancid butter. So let's move up. Even to if the, it's on sale. <laughs> let's move up to the old cremery classique. Okay. Butter's very silent when you eat it. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of <laughs> it's crunching and It's not good and radio fodder. Um, mm, that's tasty. Could you pass me a napkin, please? Because I have a greasy thumb. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah, it's nice, huh? This to me is a really wonderful buttery tasting butter that um, it's got a nice milky flavor yeah, to when it, it without when, being cheesy. When they say sweet cream butter, I, this is the flavor that, that that connotes for me. Wow. That, that is really delicious. And creamy. So that's the Cremerie Classique. You know what I realized? We should be sniffing these butters <laughs> uh, because they all, they smell really different. Okay. I, I'm sniffing the Kerrygold. I'm this sniffing one, Trader Joe. This one smells very... Um, this one smells as a stronger butter smell, uh, not kind of that fake butter smell you get with movie popcorn, but this almost, it's a little cheesy. I get a little movie popcorn off of this. You do? Off the Kerrygold? I do. Huh. Do you think K-Gold would be a good name Whoa. for an Irish rapper? Whoa. Hmm. This is delicious and very buttery, but in a, a very authentic way. I, I'm still not really getting a movie theaterness off of no, this. No, not, not, the, not the flavor. Now, I don't think I like this one as well as the Cremerie Classique. Do you think it's because we're just eating it naked off of our thumbs? Wait, 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 wait. Because this is a very... Do you think you should specify that, that we are not, in fact, naked? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. I just, I just want to put that out there. So we're not eating this I mean, unless naked. Unless that's what makes, we're, makes we're, the listener happy. We're eating the butter... Unadorned. Unadorned. Okay. Yes. But the Kerrygold has a lot of flavor in a way that uh, there's something... It raises an alarm in me when I eat it by itself. It's like, oh my god, you shouldn't eat this by yourself. I, I find I found that like the floor dropped out of it, and there was like you know a dead aftertaste to it. But I have a feeling with some salt, it's going to be better. Next, plugra. <laughs> plugra. <laughs> That would be really funny. So, so this the name of this butter is a play on the French words plus and gras, which would mean more fat. 
I just sniffed the plu crab. And to me, it just smells really overwhelmingly buttery, like a okay. little movie theater, way more movie theatery. Oh, yeah. When I taste it, to be honest, I think the Kerrygold actually has a bigger flavor than yeah, the that's interesting. when you taste it. However, the plugra has this overwhelming smell. Does this have a butter flavoring or butter smell or something in it? I don't think they have to put that Skill- on. Skillfully, prepa- skillfully prepared from. Oh, by European virgins? Skillfully prepared from pasteurized cream and natural flavor. Yeah. Huh, does Kerrygold have natural flavor? I bet flavor? it does. Really? Don't you love that the Plugra package actually says skillfully prepared yes, from? Yes, I do. I think that's very pretentious. Oh, okay. So Kerrygold only contains cultured pasteurized cream. Oh, okay. There's your answer. How about Let's smear? Smear, which kind of reminds me of the word smear, which yeah, feels very cut, cut me off. Smear of that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, here's here's your little smorgasbord. Shmor- oh. shmor- I'm, I'm, I'm making it all. Um, Wait, did you did you sniff the smore? I get no smell from that at all. Hold on, I get very little smell from the but sh- I uh, I don't think of Iceland as having a smell. How? However, uh, the flavor is nice. <laughs> taste it. Oh, I sorry, I haven't tasted it yet. Huh? That's really interesting. It. it I, I think my. I think my feelings about this butter are, are colored by stereotypes about Iceland. Really? Not even stereotypes. I was. I was going to say it. It has. It's sort of like like a frigid Nordic you- sort of flavor, which doesn't make any sense. Doesn't give you any sense of of what that might taste like, and isn't true. But Icelandic yogurt. Is delicious oh. stuff. Skier, isn't it called skier? Yes. Yeah, that's delicious. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I have like an anti-Iceland I prejudice. Think the truth has come out. You are a total Iceland bigot. <laughs> ah. Sorry, Thor. <laughs> okay. It's Thor, and that's you that's know. Norwegian, I would like to taste some of these on bread. Vikings. You want to taste them on Vikings. <laughs> you want to taste these butters on Vikings. You want to eat yes, them off want, of the thumbs I of want Vikings. Hot buttered Vikings. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, okay. I want, yeah, I want to taste some of these on bread with salt. That's, that's what I mean when I say Vikings. I have taken a tiny little sliver of the old Trader Joe's. I'm putting some fancy salt on it and eating it on a baguette. That's tasty. I mean, it tastes like buttered bread with a little bit of salt. I wouldn't say that I get a butter, that I taste the butter. Do you know what I mean? Let's try something It'll be interesting to see whether that's a, a, um attribute of the Trader Joe's or whether they all get kind of lost when when put on a Viking. Okay, now I'm trying the Cremerie Classique. I, I hope you're I hope you're appropriately dreading when we get back around to the Icelandic butter and it's just a whole new cavalcade of Viking gems. <laughs> oh no I that is an experience I enjoy. The old Cremerie Classique on butter. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, you spread butter on butter? No, I no. I meant to say on bread. Cranberry classique on bread with salt is really nice. It's a great everyday butter. Really good. F- I mean, this is a butter worth sitting around and eating spread on bread, which is not the same thing that I can say of like Trader oh, yeah. Joe's, Lando Lakes. This Cranberry classique is really lovely stuff. Yeah. 
the Kerrygold <clears throat> is very nice on bread. It really maintains this true milky flavor. I think that's really lovely. Oh yeah, right. that that one that one benefits from salt mm-hmm. more than either of the others so far. I think so much flavor. Wow. However, I don't know how to explain the fact that I still really love that Cremerie Classique, which has a much quieter it's, flavor. It's so it's so sweet and creamy. Yeah, I have a question. It's really sweet. What what is the Irish equivalent of Vikings? I'm going to taste the plugra now. Okay. Leprechauns? <laughs> with with helmets. I do not care for this plugra. I know this is supposed to be fancy and stuff, but this hurts my mouth and my sensibilities. It's so like I like the texture. You like butter? Here's Butter! <laughs> like, that's what the plugra is like. It's like, it, it is butter gone haywire. Butter flavor gone haywire. It is like too much butter flavor. That's ironic that you say that about, about this one, because that is actually how you tra- how Vikings traditionally serve butter. <laughs> you want butter? Here's butter! <laughs> and we aren't even back to the Iceland. <laughs> I know. Yet. Oh, God. Why, oh. Did, why, did you bring, why did you bring Viking butter and ruin everything? <laughs> Okay, I'm having the Icelandic one now. Sweet, very sweet. Thin, sweet flavor. It's like, you know, fat spread on bread. Yeah. I, I don't I don't love it. I don't hate it. It's it's kind of it's kind of too middle of the roadie to be worth the premium that I'm yeah. sure you paid for it. Oh, I think we have to taste the country crock now. Mm. And the okay, so, so wait, why why are we tasting these fake butters? Well, <clears throat> I thought, you know, if I, was we were... It my, was it my idea? It could have been my idea. Um, it might have been your idea. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, no, here's the thing. I thought, you know, while we're sitting around analyzing the nuances of butter flavor, let's taste something that's trying hard to be butter. Okay. You know, and see how close it gets. However, I'm frightened to eat it by itself. What if we really like country crock? Then what will we do with ourselves? I don't even want to contemplate a universe in which that is the case. All right. We've, uh, we've stalled long enough. <sighs> okay, so to... the main thing I remember about these butter substitutes is the commercials. Um, the country crock. Shed spread country crock. What was the commercial for that? It, it, I believe it used uh, the, the, the idea of the country crock commercials from when I was a kid. And it, I'm having a hard time believing this, but I'm pretty sure this is correct. The, the the tagline was, are you shedding me? <laughs> because it was you called be shed spread. No, no, I am serious. We're gonna look this we're gonna look this up. Are you I, shed are you shedding me? Right. Matthew? And, and, right. And so like the man would be like, uh, you know, sh- the woman would say, like, you know, it's not butter, it's shed spread. It's you know, it's lower fat than butter. And the guy says, Are you shedding me? And she says, No, I'm country crocking you. Um this, this probably isn't true, is it? I don't think so. What which was the which was the butter product that had a little um the commercial was a, a tub of it that talked? Parquet? Parquet. Blade? Yes, parquet. <laughs> okay. And then uh then there was the I can't believe it's not butter. Was that the commercial with Fabio? I think so. Gosh, wouldn't you love Fabio to to feed you a piece of toast with a butter substitute on it? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe if he was wearing a Viking helmet. I don't remember there being any any memorable commercials for actual butter. 
I guess it's... Well, butter speaks for itself. Right. Butter is delicious. Butter doesn't need a stupid parquet. That's right. Like, I guess butter doesn't have to convince you that it tastes like butter. Right. Let's taste this product that's supposed to taste <laughs> okay. like butter. Oh, God. Can we do it? Do we have... Okay. I think we have to taste it off of our... Oh. It's so... So soft. I'm frightened. Wow. Whoa, that melts immediately, and it's very salty. It's mostly just extremely salty. It's very salty. It melts instantly, and it just tastes like fat. Yeah. It doesn't have any of that milky or cheesy flavor. Hmm. That was upsetting. You can take home the country crock. Thanks. Hey, so... I love that you, so we have these slices of baguette here on a plate, and Matthew has just taken like four of them and taken a bite out of them and left them on the... I don't know why I did that. I don't know why you did that either. I have the manners of a Viking. Oh, that is disgusting. I mean, you might as well pour a little bit of canola oil on a piece of bread and salt it and eat it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Wait till you swallow the... Oh. <laughs> the aftertaste... It goes to this weird place that I, I can't even describe as like a, it's not even a shade of butter. It's it, just a. Does it go to like the Iceland of your soul? <laughs> Would you stop I it? Can't, I can't stop. Um, <laughs> but I mean, doesn't this, don't, don't you feel like a, like a living stereotype? Like, you know, the, the real ultra creamy butter is good. And this, and this fake butter is not good. No, this tastes really bad. Like, I know know, I'm agreeing with you. I am all for, I am totally fine with processed foods if they taste good. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm totally okay with them. I think we have established this here with our like junk food episodes. I, I'm sorry to say it. This is a processed food that does not taste good. Well, that's why I have really high hopes that Molly McButter here is going to be. Molly McButter. Okay. And I just want to tell you a little bit about this product. It's fat-free, and it says that it's natural. Uh Flavor sprinkles. Maybe it's natural in the sense that it's uh, like a deposit that collects naturally. um, (laughs) (laughs) On the edge of a country crock container? (laughs) Near near like sulfur refineries and stuff. So I, I also want to share with you the directions. Sprinkle on... Hot, moist food. Cover or mix well. <laughs> Somebody at the Molly McButter factory needs a cold shower. I love, I love that hot is underlined and moist is underlined. Now, we don't have any I, hot, moist food to put it on except my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Let's taste it on that. Wow, this show is heating up. Oh, wow. I think we're steaming up the windows in here. Yeah. So what this looks like is a very, very, very fine cornmeal. I think I just have to moisten the tip of my finger. (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought it was going to have like a shaker top. It does. I took the shaker top. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, I see. Did you want to just shake it on your tongue? (laughs) I guess maybe I did. I totally like that better than the country I, I crock. I do too. I'm going to eat some more of it. <laughs> I I think on popcorn, I would totally eat that on popcorn. This has a cheesy quality to yeah. it. Like a, a not not a hyper cheesy quality, but a true butter cheesy quality. It hurts me a little bit to say that, but it's true. You know, I think it's because it has buttermilk solids. Oh, interesting. You know, this is like two thirds of the way to ranch powder. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's nothing like butter, but... You know, I'm not. I'm not sorry that I, it's here. I will like say I am about af- the country crock. The aftertaste is a little. 
I think I need a piece of bread. I'm going to shake a little on my bread. I'm starting a new slice here again. <laughs> wow, th- this is a generous shaker top. Like, these are really big holes cut in the top. <laughs> I'm afraid your head's going to explode when you eat that much Molly McButter. <laughs> okay, it's not good on bread, but I think it would still be good on popcorn. You're supposed to put it on hot, moist stuff. I heard that somewhere, yeah. <laughs> like Vikings. Think- like what? Vikings. <laughs> I thought you said likings. Well, you, you were making fun of me for driving home the hot moist thing too much when you drove home va- Vikings like <laughs> until it was dead. Come on, Vikings. I'll drive you home. You, did you say I, I was on you for driving home the hot moist thing? Is that what you said? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot for once again making the show unsuitable for any audiences. <laughs> We've been we've been banned in Iceland and possibly other parts of Scandinavia. <laughs> wow, oh, I got a little bit of indigestion from laughing too much while eating Molly McButter. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, you know this has been illuminating. I think I've realized that I really will not buy Plugra again. No, I would, but I would buy Cremery Classique any day. Here, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm uh, hoping. Gold really is a, a lovely butter. Yes, absolutely. That, yeah. one, that one is available everywhere. I, here's my hope, and I'm going to be totally serious here for a second. I, I, I hope that uh, there is an equivalent of Cremery Classique produced in your neck of the woods that, that you can find and like support your fairly local butter. Where is this one made? I think it's made in Portland, Oregon. Wow. Hmm. Go Portland. Yeah. Well, before we finish up today, I want to give a uh, special shout out to uh, Becky Selingit, who was our very first guest on the show mm-hmm. on our Unpopular Fish episode. And she has a cookbook out right about now. It's mm-hmm. called Good Fish. And it is good. It is a good book about good fish. It is about uh, cooking sustainable seafood. It is. Uh, it has beautiful photos. It is funny in the way that Becky is funny. And it has really, really delicious recipes. Some of some of which I was I got to I got to go and be a recipe uh, tester for her. Well, congratulations, Becky! It is very exciting. Yeah. So everyone, run out and get good fish by Becky selling it. So uh, find us on the web, spilledmilkpodcast.com. Someone someone asked me to remind listeners that we do have a Facebook page where you can get in touch with us. Uh, if you just search for Spilled Milk Podcast on Facebook, you will find us. It's where all the action happens. Which is not very much. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of action. Things do get... Hot and moist. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that is totally shedding you. I'm Matthew Amster Burton. And I'm Molly McButter. One Iceland unit. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.